forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. <laughs> what do yes. you know about a little alphabet riff? I'm familiar. Did you hear? Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Ooh, ah, ah. Nothing's gonna bring me down from this high. You know what I mean? What if I was stoned right now? What and, do you mean? What if? I I considered taking an edible before doing this day, but I was like, I never. I always get so distracted. Did you spend Christmas just high? Uh no, I'm Will you Christmas in Seattle. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. Well, I spent it there because it's all right. <laughs> I got all the gifts I wanted. I got a mini fridge and a Roomba. Are those things that you want? I want a mini fridge because I have two floors at my house now, and I would love to keep some cold water upstairs. Oh, you're a cold water diva. I'm a cold. Well, yeah, I keep it. You saw I keep it stocked with the sparkling waters. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. And I like drink that more than I drink regular water now, which I found out. No Bad good. idea. Yeah. You know, sparkling water is not actually that hydrating. No, it makes me thirstier. The and then I drink another one. The bubbles dehydrate you. Did you know that coffee doesn't actually dehydrate you? It just is full of acid. It's just like it, it just, just makes, makes your, your piss tasty, nasty, baby. I've told that story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um <laughs> piss. piss. You what? Nothing. Never mind. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was bad. Um, do you ever feel? Can I tell you something weird about peeing? Go for it. When whenever I like really really have to pee. And I keep holding it. And then when I finally get to release it. You come a little? <laughs> <laughs> no, you dick. No, I feel powerful. The, Do like, you ever- a, a powerful stream of piss into the like toilet makes me feel powerful. Well, that's sometimes, you, that's sometimes you asserting I've, your dominance with your penis. But sometimes you're I've, letting that toilet know who's in charge. But sometimes I like feel like, oh my god, I really, really have to pee, and I go to pee, and it's like not a lot, and I'm like, why did I feel like I had to pee so much? And then I feel weak because I'm like, I had to pee so much, and my bladder is so tiny that it was only this much. Does anybody feel this way out in the I world? Don't, I don't, yeah. It, Call us and let us know if you feel this way. Do I have like a really fragile like psyche? That I don't I'm know. Like, I've never felt more that. pee means power. Because I always, I don't know. There's something about me. I just don't like having to go to the bathroom. You like, don't like that you're a human. Well, I just I will hold in having to pee like for an hour. Do you think or that's two. a drag thing though? Because you're used to like being in a position where you can't. Uh, Maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll I'll just find myself around the house like all of a sudden having to like if I don't have if I don't pee in this moment in this instant. And I was like, my body didn't warn me right any time before. How are this. you on road trips? Oh, uh, nightmare. Do, well, you're generally a nightmare, but I mean with the bathroom stuff. Uh, I get I can hold it. Like if I'm on like a four hour flight, I'm holding it in the whole time. I'm not gonna go on that flight. Do you ever take a poopy on a flight? No, absolutely never. What about when you fly international? No, I'll hold it in. I do not like sitting on toilets unless it's like in a hotel room or in my house or like someone's home. 
I don't like using restrooms in a Starbucks. I don't like using restrooms in like books. I don't want to poop any. I don't want to sit on anything anywhere. Is that weird? No, I think, I think that's pretty I think normal. A lot of people feel that way. Okay, but I'm saying like, you were looking at me like it was weird. a long flight is. On that 10-hour flight, I held it in to the point where I thought I was about to poop, and then it went back up in me, and then I didn't poop for a day after. Thoughts? It went back up in me? You know how sometimes like it's, it's like a uh, prairie dog in it? Is that what they call it? Where it's like, ooh. Oh, my ooh, God. Ooh. And then I'll just go right back up in. Cool. Anyway, I'm so happy so to have our guests on the show. Now that we're talking about poop and butt, you know, I promised we would never talk about poop again, and here we are. You didn't promise. Anyway, coming up, coming is up, our new, coming to your out ears. To the stage. Welcome out to your ears. A new Los Angeles resident, a trans icon, a, a business owner, an outspoken internet personality, and married woman, RuPaul's it's... famous favorite drag queen. <laughs> it's Sarah Andrews. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so happy. You're you're uh, you look very pretty today. Thank you. You're you always look up. so good. Uh, I am hungover as hell, so it almost <laughs> did not happen today. Wait, have you dyed your hair just? recently i did yeah yeah because when we saw you the other night it wasn't this yeah color. i try to keep it colored but i've been lazy here lately it looks really ooh, it uh, i nice. love it Thanks. striking in this color Thanks. yeah so how do you like living in la you like, I just love got here. it so far it's fantastic yeah you've been y'all. like doing everything since you got here yeah it's i've not had a moment to breathe <laughs> you're like out wild. here doing podcasts so running your happening. business like the first time i saw you out here we were doing the kimchi chic beauty yeah lounge, which was oh my so god fun. oh my god that was crazy that oh, was wow. insane. How exciting. Well, what yeah. has been your like favorite experience since you've been out here? Like, anything <sighs> super LA? Oh my gosh. I loved you guys live taping the other night. That was <laughs> so awesome. Nice. Such a mess. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I I haven't really... I, my favorite experience? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Help me out, Taylor. Have you, have you been going out? <laughs> um, yeah. I went to Showgirls. One yes. night. That was mm-hmm. fun. That was fun. Went to Redline. Red yes. Line was... Oh, you performed yeah. at PJ's yeah. Holiday oh Extravaganza. Yeah, that was fun. Did you win any raffles? Oh, no. Oh. Womp womp. Boo. No, I uh, like that My boyfriend won a 43 inch plasma TV. Dildo? Plasma dildo. Plasma dildo. That voice. Wait, really? A TV? Yeah. For the new place? That's it was just part of the raffle. Yeah, it wasn't for anything. It was that no, but was I mean, of, you're gonna now have a new TV for your new place. Yes, Amazing. well, it's our fourth TV in the house, and there's okay. Oh, I have she zero. got four TVs. I, I don't understand. Well, it's not like I want them. Do I was you, like, do you have do an this? old one you can give to me? We do actually. Yes, I do. It'll be my Christmas present. Yeah, it's real old, and the remote doesn't work. So have fun. Okay. Big old box TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those ones. Did you ever? Did any of your rich friends have the TVs that like folded out in the front, and it had three lights, and it displayed the thing on? Yes. Oh, oh my god. Yes. Insane like projection TVs. Yes, oh those were those were wild. The new ones are the curve, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I want one because I want to play. I play video games and I, I want to be up in do. there. Like, click, doesn't click. it like help if it fills your peripheral vision yeah, better or something? Jesus, it's like yeah. IMAX in your living room. Uh huh. Wait, okay. So you used to live in Nashville, is this correct? Nashville, no. Chicago, yes. Orlando. I'm I'm kind of a nomad. I and, travel a lot. And in all the places you lived, you performed at clubs. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I've so, been performing for like 20 years. Go off. Well, so in Nashville, <laughs> did you do play? Yes, I was on cast there for 10. L- for 10 uh-huh. years? Yeah. She's an Andrew. <laughs> yes. Um, and where in Orlando? At Parliament House? Uh, no. I, no, I was just all over in yeah. uh, Orlando. I performed everywhere. Southern Nights. Around, yeah. Southern um, Nights. Who, so who all is in the... Because the Andrews family is a family, but is also... You just happen to have that last I'm, name. Yeah, I'm actually not one of those Andrews. Oh. Yeah. So how did you get into drag? Uh... I, you know, when I was really little, I saw Tu Wong Fu and I said, that's what I want to do. <laughs> you saw Wesley Snipes. I did. Putting I was on like, the I was like, the that's me, bitch. <laughs> I relate. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I always wanted to do it. And where did you start drag? In Nashville. That's right. Yeah. We talked about this on It was before podcast. play opened at a place called The Connection. Ooh. Ooh. Did you make any there? Connections? Connections. A few. (laughs) (laughs) And what was what was that experience like? Were you I talked to Aurora Sexton when we were working on the pageant and she was like, Girl, I was 14 and snuck into the bar. Like, did you I was 17. I was 17 and snuck in. I had braces and everything and doing the amateur nights. Yeah. I feel like it was like the wild, wild west. (laughs) <laughs> in Chicago, in Nashville, in Houston. I hear stories about Houston girls. They're like, I was 13 on stage, full patch. Like, well, I think oh, there yeah. was all. I think, I think. I mean, they didn't check your ID back in the day if you were in drag, right? Yeah. Once oh. you were like fully up in it, and I also think like pre drag race, like all of that culture was niche and to the establishment or to the show or to, you know, the pageant or the divas running the thing. And so yeah. it was sort of like, if you got a co-sign from this one person, no one else was, no one cared. Yeah. Oh. No. They were like, oh, you're wearing a boa. Come on in. Yeah. One of my best friends actually started with me uh, back then. And he was, I want to say 14 or 15 when, yeah, he was wow. sneaking so in. crazy. Well, so you, Okay. You've been looking at drag for so long now and you've like seen it change. What are like the biggest changes do you think in drag in like the last 10 years? Oh my God. I actually love the changes. Uh, I think it was very pageant centric, at least where I was from in the South. Uh, And even now you see people like Wednesday Westwood doing pageants and killing it. And it's, it's a lot more, I don't know, just creative and weird. And I love that. Oh, that's good. Because yeah. you will run the gamut and what you put up on the stage. What now? Say that again. <laughs> you like I've seen Here's you. A very give... eclectic. You're not just like. You oh, don't yeah. you're not magic. one thing. You don't do no, just, like, I love it all. You do everything. I love it all. And the tallest wigs in the room. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> I am. How do you astounding. wear a wig like that in the basement of Berlin? You oh just my have god! To, oh like, my god! You have to duck the whole time until you get up on that. You stage. do. You have to like. You have to squat. I, I did it backwards. I started at well before play. The connection had an even bigger stage than play. bigger than play. Uh huh. Yeah, it was crazy. Play uh, has a huge stage. No, yeah, the connection had like a legit like theatrical stage and a full runway and to walk and the a whole huge thing. runway. Well, I appreciate that. Girls play. would zip line down onto what? the stage. What? <laughs> 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 I almost just fell out of my chair. Oh my god! I'm you have so a hard time with that. <laughs> you have a hard time with those. Yeah, chairs. I fell out of one at the um, at the live at the show live backstage, show. <laughs> and like, I fell chair. on stage. What? And I dropped the pickles. I'm fucking messy. 
What a fun thing for you. Can't take you anywhere. I truly cannot. Mm. So can you talk a little about, so you're very outspoken online about your criticisms of World of Wonder and RuPaul's Drag Race. I am. For their- um, Oh, you uh, didn't even want to segue in. <laughs> no, over their exclusion of trans queens on the show. Yeah, it's some bullshit. Of course. Can you talk, before we get into the real deal of that, can you talk a little bit about your drag identity and your trans identity and how those things either run parallel or intersect constantly? Oh, bitch, I just got into drag and never got out. Is that, <laughs> Is that how you see yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've, I'm Here lately, I've been going a little bit campier with my drag, mm-hmm. trying to be a little campier and fun and stuff. But yeah, I mean, my, I, don't, I don't really have a well-developed character or anything. Right. It's just me. And when you, I feel the same for me. When you first started, like when you first started drag, you were like, oh, this is it for me? Or were you already, before you were performing, were you already uh, in touch with your trans identity? No, actually. I didn't start transitioning for probably five years into doing drag, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what possessed me to do it, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) But here we we are. are. And so, I mean, you you must have, there must be some sort of like love for the art form because it helped. Oh my you god, I it, I love turn, the art form. You know, find yourself. It literally sort of saved my life yeah. too. It did help me find myself. Definitely, it helped me. You know, discover what being trans is and all that stuff too. But also, like, it kind of actually saved me from a life of sex work in the beginning right. oh, yeah. when I first started transit when I did first start transitioning I had quit drag for a little bit and um were you in where were you Orlando or Nashville Nashville okay okay and being in the bible belt in the deep south I couldn't find a, a regular job I tried to find so many jobs and couldn't find one and I started to do sex work like yeah. f- like dip my toe in and that's when I got put on cast so it literally oh, saved that's me incredible. from the life of sex work. Yeah. And how was it transitioning in the Bible Belt? Like, besides just not being able to uh, find a job and being not like that. fun and not easy back then yeah. either. Like, I had to. Um, I ordered. I remember I ordered hormones from someplace in India, some website in India. Oh my god! That sold hormones. Yeah. Someone uh, was saying that a lot of the trans women back then would have to like find and buy it from other people. From, and if uh-huh. someone came through town yeah. with it, they'd be buying it and it would never be like a stable, it a, wouldn't be. A lot of times the girls who did like the silicone pumping and stuff would also sell hormones. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so scary. Mm-hmm. Who did you have, like, did you have any like people you could turn to, mentors, like people who sort of were, were able to show you a way as far I as did, what to actually. do? I did actually, I call her my tran ma, <laughs> uh, Calpurnia Adams. Yes, oh! No, Calpurnia. I'm actually, I, I get my first name from her. Her middle name is Sarah. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah, so I'm Sarah from her, and then Andrew's from Austria, my drag mother. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and Calpurnia, a lot of people, I mean, because she lives sort of just like such a like casual life now, but like <laughs> she has an amazing story and that fucking, oh, what's yeah. the movie she, called? Soldier's Girl? Soldier's Girl. Yeah. yeah. She, did she not have a reality she, TV show too or was that someone else? She did. Yeah. She did. She had a, it was a transsexual dating show basically. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like a bachelorette sort of thing. It was so funny. It was. Now for the children, let's get into this. Because so she actually uh, was doing, the, she was hosting the amateur night when I first started doing drag so she was the first transsexual that i ever like met or knew or anything 
Yeah. That's incredible. That's so cool. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Yeah, and that movie was did Showtime made it, right? Uh-huh. I think it was Showtime. And it, it was, was about like a, a love affair with a, a soldier, right? It was, yeah, a true story. She um, she dated this guy named Barry. And uh, he, uh, one of the other, he was a soldier. One of the other soldiers like beat him to death in his barracks uh-huh. with a baseball bat or something. Yeah, and she got swept up in it because, I mean, it was, it was during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And... Uh, yeah, that's how she became such a big activist, I think, mm-hmm. was from that. I think the whole so movie's insane. on YouTube, too. Mm-hmm. I think you can, like, rent it on oh, YouTube yeah, or something. Oh, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Um, okay, so for like, we, we probably have a lot of young, uh, I think we probably have young listeners. I think they're kids. And these, <laughs> these kids out here, you know, they really like to get on people's cases when you, like, say the wrong thing or use the wrong term. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> are you familiar with that? Do you know I these am. kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you friends with these kids? Do you, do you, so you might know you just some of them ca- You just casually use the term transsexual. Oh yeah. And so I think it would be I, like, what are all the different terms that people sort of like throw around and get offended f- with? And you're like, what are you talking about? Why would you be? Offended oh my god, with? I'm big on the word tranny too. I love yeah. that word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I come from a time before, like when it right. wasn't really bad. Yeah. It was, it was, it was more of a compliment even in the drag world back in the day. Like right. if you were, if you were serving tranny girl, you were like it. Right. It was a compliment. So I kind of hang on to that. <laughs> I mean, what? And people like to make a distinction between transgender, trans yeah. identity. Trans. So transsexual is sort of, I guess it's sort of a dated term too, so, but a lot of people still use it. Right. Um, it's basically, I use it to describe someone who's started physically transitioning like already. Right. Okay. Uh, because what, it is. And, and, and I actually started using it because of the RuPaul thing, because it's specifically transsexuals that she's not allowing onto the show. She'll let other trans people as long as they haven't started physically transitioning. Right, yet. or if they so, hide it from production. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Which I think there's the another one The ultimate gag on... from Peppermint. Right. I think there's one on this season. There's one. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we're leaving on... it in. No, we're... we're letting them hear. Animal. We're letting them hear how you run your mouth in this room, people. No, I think it's so funny because when I first um, sort of became a fan of T.S. Madison, it like took me a while to really clock that she literally is putting T.S., <laughs> meaning transsexual, transsexual. In, in, like, in relation to like a back page ad or like a Craigslist thing. You recently you would put just posted TS. a real T.S. Madison inspired video on Twitter <laughs> tagging World of Wonder and RuPaul swinging I know. that dick. Oh my God, they made me delete it. Who's they? I assume World of Wonder. I got reported for harassment. Oh! <laughs> Wait, break it down. And what? I, so I had to describe the video. I had to. I had to delete the video, and then I was banned from Twitter for like twelve hours. What? Meatball, have you ever been banned from a social media platform? Uh, Derek Barry tried to ban me from Instagram, but now we're friends. Oh, I stay up in the Facebook jail. Oh, yeah, I just don't even use Facebook. They have good food over in the Facebook jail? It is not fun. (laughs) Okay, so you posted what, a video of your naked body? Yeah, it was just a video of me just dancing in the shower naked. And you were like, hey, RuPaul. Talking about titties, titties, titties. Ah, titties. <laughs> she was like jumping around, <laughs> swinging around. And you were like, you're scared of these? Uh, so basically, I tagged World of Wonder in it. And I was like, oh, you know, just trolling the World of Wonder audition tapes. That's what it was. Yeah. Because yeah. they just didn't Yeah. They didn't like that. Yeah. So I guess they did not like that at That's all. That's so funny. Wait till they get my audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I Sarah mean, Andrews auditioning confirmed. <laughs> well, that that I think is like a, a more really... of a trolling than auditioning, <laughs> but whatever. But that's like a really fascinating thing because like activism, right? You are working towards change, right? That's what activism is. So the idea that like you have been so vocal about the exclusion of trans queens, if they were to ever get their mind right and say, actually, we want to invite you to be on the show. Oh, I don't think they would ever do that. We th- <laughs> Right, but in a world where the activism works and the right. change does take hold, are you like the kind of person that would say like, great, the work has been done and I will go on the show or would you be like, absolutely not because of all of the, the bad things that have happened prior? 
I mean, I'd be stupid to turn down that opportunity. Sure, I'm yeah. not that stupid anyway. Even to go home first, that booking fee goes up. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, I just, I don't think they'll ever invite me. If they do get over it, I think It'll they'll be have someone else. some girls and I'm- Someone who played I've, nice. I've, yeah, I've <laughs> I've made my peace with that. Right. But what's Rather the be on Dragula nice. anyway. But see, that's the thing. That's why I think people are such champions of what you- like how critical you are and and what you represent because what is the point in playing nice when you know you're on the right side of history yeah. right what is it what is the saying uh, good women never make history or something like that oh, yeah. well behaved well women, women never, never make, make history. history something like that i mean so i'm being well behaved yeah, get out there and say what you gotta say <laughs> yeah that's amazing well there are many other pageants and competitions exactly. and other things that you can do to exactly. make some kerns. <laughs> I'd much rather be on Dragula anyway. Good. I'm going to oh be the God. Marilyn Munster of we Dragula. We should have the Boulet oh brothers on this. Yeah, I think that would be great. They'd be fun. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to do it just to do all the gross and weird things. I want to I wanna just staple things to my oh, body. I want to do I bitch. I'm not afraid of nothing. Good. Mm. Because I think every season it just keeps getting creepier and creepier. <laughs> the shit that they put those girls through. Oh, I love it. I do it. Or all. those people, because they're drag queen yeah. and kings and <laughs> non-binary friends. Right. Um, this is a very funny story. You both know Juno Birch, right? Yeah, I love, love her. Juno. Obsessed so with her. Juno came to the Race Chaser live show that we did in Manchester. And she was like in the middle of the house and they had gotten a drink and everyone like Juno and her friend came back with their drinks to like sit down. And, you know, like the silhouette of her hair is always sort of like, <laughs> interesting. And so Willem on the mic and I think I included it. So I think you can hear it in the uh, on the podcast when it'll come out. But Willem on the mic. Goes, First you heard like a no. And then she stop. starts talking. Right? Willem on the mic. Because she does a lot. Of Willem likes drugs. Okay, cool. Uh, on the mic goes, um, is that an Oompa Loompa? <laughs> or are you non-binary? Like, that was... Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. No. I was like, that is so ridiculous. And then I'm like, literally, like, Willem, that's Juno Birch. <laughs> so both. <laughs> I was like, do you know Juno Birch? Uh, yeah. Speaking of Juno Birch's wigs, let's talk about your famous wig. Yes! 1-800-WIG hey. takeout! <laughs> so when did you start the company? Was it like three, four years ago? Something like that. I think I think we're going, I think I'm about, about to have the third birthday. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. And three? obviously you had been doing hair before that. I mean, yeah, my drag mother like taught me how to do hair and I had some like videos that were semi-viral-ish mm -hmm. in the drag community years and years ago. Still, where I still... taught how to do like puzzle piece hair is what I call it. <laughs> yeah. And but, what um, what made you go like, I'm going to start a legit company? The girls in Chicago just at Tranica first or T-Rex, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trex. 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 Uh, Former she asked of the me pop. to do some hair for her and it just sort of blew up from there. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that recent. I thought you had been doing hair for so much mm -hmm. longer. You know, you, you. I got a wig from her that inspired a whole moment for me. <laughs> I'm a top. Uh -huh. That was a, when I had oh. the wig taken. Oh. 
That and was I, an iconic wig. That was an right. iconic was wig moment. Oompa Loompa E2. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new one because Bitch Pudding took it and ruined it. Oh, she that bitch. It. She might have. She pooped um, So, because you at this point are, you're booked. You're just like, you're booked doing wigs on wigs on wigs. Yeah. So when you, like, take take me through the process of what that is, like, are you purchasing wigs and styling them and then selling them? Or are people giving you their wigs no, and asking I for have, style? No, I have a supplier and everything. So I sell the wigs to, uh, like, unstyled on my website. Oh. So, yeah. so you can get it with or without the style. Exactly. And are you designing the styles of the wigs? Um, Sometimes I do. Sometimes, uh, but... Here lately, I've just been taking commissions where people send me stuff and I do whatever they want me to do. That's incredible. I'm, I feel like it's I'm a really, hair whore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a really... We talked to um uh, a long time ago on the old show. We talked to uh, Tony. Is his name Tony? Yeah, Tony. His vintage touch. Oh, and yeah. Oh, I love him. him I love talk him. about how... Wow. Wow. I'm just kidding. Hearing him She's talk like, about that was her actual alarm to get up. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing him talk about like the precision and like all of the stuff that goes into making, you know, a a, a style that stays. Yeah. And especially for drag wigs, like oh, that it can takes stay. Hours. Yeah. It takes a, it, on average, I'd say it takes about four to six hours to do a wig. That's so insane. And but what do I, you do uh, while you do the wigs? What do you mean? Watch TV? Do you watch TV? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a TV in the garage and watch, binge oh, watch everything. In the garage. In the garage. The wig now. garage. <laughs> oh, yeah. And many of your wigs were featured in uh, Trixie's documentary, which Moving is now out. I haven't gotten to see it yet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need yeah, to, there's I need like to wigs watch that while wig. I do wigs. The opening of the documentary is her opening, opening boxes up. from 1-800-Wigs. Shut account. up. Yeah, oh, my Chinese God. She like, pulls out the big purple one. Oh, my God. So good. I love yeah. that. It's like. Perfect product placement. Ah, and and that. when she's doing her confessionals, there's just a wall of basically like, your, your wigs. Oh, how fantastic! And then there's a bunch of like the boxes stacked up on the other side. Oh my so gosh! Funny. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, that must feel really cool. I can't so wait how to did see you it. learn yeah. to start styling wigs? Because that is like your business now. Like you run a business of styling. Yeah. Wigs. How did you learn? I mean, my drag mother taught me sort of like how to. Uh, she didn't teach me how to tease. She taught me how to. Um, I guess you get learned the shapes, that on right? your own. And exactly. <laughs> she taught me how to, you know, like like get the right silhouettes and and the volume, the height, and and detail and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. I just sort of taught myself how to tease one day. I don't know. I just can't do it. You're I bad tried. at it. Right? I'm legitimately bad at it. Uh, I I couldn't do it for literally decades. Like it <laughs> took it took it it Some took a long time to learn how to do something. Some it just clicked one day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. After trying for years to try to like learn to tease, it just clicked one day. Yeah, I feel like it's just the a, a really specific artistry because like you can tell a wig that you've done. And they look so solid and pretty, but also like they have movement to them. They're yeah. very, you do a great job. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, wait, how long have you been married? Uh, how long have we been married? Like three years? Three years. Three years. You're we've si- been together. Your silent husband <laughs> in the room. <laughs> also hungover. We've, <laughs> 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 we've been together, though, for going on, what, eight? Ish. Wow. wow! Something like that. <laughs> what? 
Oh no! Turn the mic on. Okay, husband, <laughs> husband just said I was in high he school. Was in high school. Unbeknownst to me, so Play Dance Bar in you know in Nashville yeah. is eighteen and up, not okay. twenty one and up. Um, oh, I know. Yeah, and they're used to. I've been there too. The girls used to joke. They put X's on the hands of the if you're under twenty one, right? right? And the girl, uh-huh. the big joke was, watch out if you have X's on your hand because Sarah Andrews is gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like him young. You like your man young. Unknown facts, honey. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a cougar baby. Uh, so, yeah, this cute little country bumpkin of a boy used to come up and tip me with stars in his eyes. And and I'd be like, oh, he's cute. I would run backstage and be like, y'all, this boy out here is so cute. Uh, about three weeks into this this exchange every every night, uh, I realized that that's not a boy. <laughs> it's a little lesbian. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, so, and then he transitioned uh, after we got together, basically. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm like the first trans person he really knew. He didn't know it was a thing. Oh. Yeah. Taken by your dazzling stage skills. <laughs> Those prof- tips yeah. were just down payments on the wedding to come. <laughs> 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 I love that. That's like an amazing. I love like That's um, so sweet. You know when like queer people find each other. Yeah, and it just like and like the puzzle fits. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh. Sometimes you gotta jam these okay. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about your sex life shortly. <laughs> Uh, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. Okay, we're back. <laughs> okay, uh, so you uh, obviously uh, listened to the podcast or at least came to that one live show, which means <laughs> you know that we have a segment that we call Food Break! Hey! I hope this is good for a hangover, meeple. I hope so, too. Maybe the other snacks. <laughs> what do you got? I got... Oh! Oreo Thins, because I want to try them because it's supposed... They're like... Well, they're thin Oreos. Well... <laughs> They're Oreo thin mint, mint. flavors. So, so do you I'm think they're coming they taste for like thin, thin mints? I think so. Ooh. I can't. Do they have the peel on the top? Okay. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Taylor just right, did Taylor, that very we get appropriately. It. You can read. <laughs> All right, everybody. Oh, they look like um, They're so thin. They're so well, they're little. called thins. They're I so know, but tough. wait a minute. How much icing is in here? There can't be much. No, there's none. But the what cookie, the... the cookie is really thin too. <gasps> They're like very. I'm ma- oh, the we- cookie is thinner than like it's like wafer. a lace. It's a wafer, a thin wafer. Oh, how do you oh, feel? Oh, it tastes like a thin mint. Yeah, it does like it? A thin mint. Yeah. You know what I'm always about? What I was actually looking for was those Nestle Toll House, but they do the knockoff of all the Girl Scout cookies. You know what I'm talking about? The little elves, Keebler elves? Mm-hmm. Keebler. They do a <laughs> Nestle Toll House by Keebler elves. Um, they, <laughs> they, do, they, they do, do full knockoffs of every flavor of a Girl Scout cookie. Do they really? And they sell it year round. Yeah. What are the, we talked about this with Trixie, what are your Girl Scout cookie flavors? I like Tagalongs. 
The peanut butter. Mm -hmm. The peanut peanut butter butter. is my favorite. And then the Samoas would be a close second. Okay, you and I, we have the same flavor (laughs) profile. We have good taste. Yeah, exactly. I like the Samoas. Wait, which one is the the first one you said? Tagalongs. Peanut butter. No. It's like a shortbread cookie with peanut butter. I would always scrape the peanut butter off of my teeth. Mm. These are all good. They're just good. This should have more icing. It needs more icing because, but I like the crunch of the cookie because like an Oreo is a much softer than that. They need double double stuffed thin Oreo. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Eventually, they're just gonna sell Oreo icing uh, in a jar. Oh, like fluff. That's brilliant. I'm trying to think about when I first met you. It was at Berlin. We did a show together. Yes. I think T-Rex booked me for something and you were yeah, on the cast. Yeah, that was the first time together. I met you. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. And it was the first time I met you. <laughs> Probably, Probably when I showed up at your house to pick up that wig. I th- oh my God, I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so wild. Where did y'all live in Chicago? In Boys Town. Walk- okay. Walking distance from Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what was... prompted the move from Nashville? So y'all were together. You had met. Uh huh. Taylor with graduated from high school. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh you- <laughs> oh. So yeah. Uh, let me explain that. Okay. Yes. Eighteen. Our, right. Eighteen. Our, 18. Yeah. Eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. It's legal. <laughs> eighteen. Our first date and uh, uh, our first date. Yeah. Our first date and uh, I was like, yeah. What do you do? He was like, I go to school. And I was like, oh, I started naming off all the colleges around town. And he looked at me and said. I'm in high school. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Fuck. Yeah. But you continued on the date. I mean. <laughs> You're like, I was already. Look she at said, it. I told when you. you. Cougar. <laughs> John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. So what prompted the move to Chicago? Uh, we moved to Orlando first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I had too many hurricanes. <laughs> it was just it was florida well, oh, yeah yes. um the move to chicago though i had been working at the kit kat i had been flying up once a month to work at the kit kat for a weekend What's do you kit know kat? about the kit kat no. the Yo. kit kat is uh kind of, it's it's a martini bar that also has food and it's basically like reserved by all bachelorette parties and there's one queen one drag queen working at night and they're all trans they're all transsexuals like they uh, love for you like the pasties and all that stuff uh-huh. um but they have one working all night long and you come out and do a back-to-back every like 15 to 20 minutes what just numbers from, like, on numbers and from, tips, from tips on tips. 7 p.m to like 1 a.m and they they have like a two-hour uh dining limit for these bachelorette parties and i mean they they as soon as they arrive they get stacks of ones for uh, from the waiter, oh, and, uh, I like when a place does that. And uh, flip phone you basically, yeah, that. you basically just like walk around the tables and collect take your tips. money. Yeah, it's like, and you like I would, I would. That was literally my main source of income. You would just, I would work three, three or four nights a month. I would fly up and work, and that would be like three or four thousand dollars. That's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's it you just like what wild. live your fantasy we for six hours, lip sync like to some LA. songs that you love, yeah. and collect the coins, and get How many in pasties and walk train? around. Uh, probably about ten, I'd say. Oh no, that's too much for me. For one. Yeah. Yeah, I, but, I, I would but have she two would just, big suitcases. She would just slip full. on a dress. You know what I mean? Uh, you have to do a little more. It was a lot of pasties. I gotta wear those wet pads. <laughs> <laughs> God, not wet pads. Um. Okay, so it's but yeah. So then I moved. I moved to Chicago from that. And you, but the, when you moved, 
you still did Kit Kat? Yeah, for a while. And yeah. then mostly where? Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. yeah. While we're still in food break, can okay. I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you like Fogo to Chow the other night? Yeah. I I had the worst diarrhea right after. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> you liked it, but it gave you food poisoning? I mean, I liked it. I, but I, I made I crab cakes last night that gave me indigestion, but they were delicious. <laughs> you you made still good. crab cakes? Yeah, like vegan crab cakes. It was like crab cake. It tastes just like it. No, girl, it was artichoke hearts. No, it was artichoke hearts. Palm hearts. Anyway, (laughs) no, I just, I thought it was just not as, like, I remembered when I was in high school and it was prom night and we were at Fogo de Chao. It was like, yeah. And this time I was like, "Mm, the meat wasn't that great. I feel like they cut us off early, too. They did. And I just stopped coming around. They stopped showing up. And then eventually I was like, can we get some more of the good meat? Because then they just kept bringing around bacon wrap chicken uh-huh. and i was like that's not the tea for me no and that was me tapping on my little <laughs> card that said green bring me more food anyway i just wanted to, I, you know i'm gonna talk about fogo de chow every time now every time every, every time, time we do a podcast because i thought to me it felt like the olive garden of steakhouse uh, yes it was not a good experience they cut us off those cuts so rude anyway you know an olive garden when you go i'm just keep doing Endless breadsticks. I like. Do you but they hear do how it. he gets out of breath? Just <laughs> but they do. The first. <laughs> Hold on. I yeah, gotta take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> the first time they bring you the breadsticks, there's like five of them, and then the next time they come around, there's four, and then the next time they come around, like I've asked for breadsticks so many times at Olive Garden, where the last time they came around, there was one. Oh, we had just no. one in a basket because that's part of their policy because they don't want it. They're like they're offering you endless, but they also don't want food waste, right? Because it costs them money. So their idea is that they knock down the number of breadsticks they bring every time. And I was like, more. Interesting. And I did like, not know that. Here's one. Well, wow. I'm gonna say something about Fogo de Chao downtown LA. Okay. As we were leaving, well, not as we were getting. Do up, tell me about the Fogo de Chao. Here's the thing with the Fogo de Chao downtown LA. With, <laughs> I, as I was walking to the buffet, I saw a family that was getting ready to leave, and it was apparent that they had asked for like extra bread, and they had two full baskets of bread that they were putting into go bags, and they wouldn't even bring us extra bread. Shut up. Yeah. Fogo de Chao in downtown LA, you have made an enemy in me. <laughs> <laughs> an enemy in me. How was the food at the Kit Kat? Lounge. Oh my god, I loved it. I yeah. thought it was delicious. Uh, the best martinis and ever. Kit Kat was right across the street from that brand new center that they built. Yeah. Uh, I remember when they built that up in uh-huh. Chicago. Yeah. Oh, connected to the Whole Foods, uh-huh. where Meepo gets followed by security. Every time. <laughs> Whole Foods in DTLA, another enemy. You should make a list. <laughs> I ain't going downtown no more. We should ride around on a bird scooter. Yes. To all of the different, but that's bird scooter. Bird scooter. B i r d. Please scooter download the bird app. Uh, Backslash meatball. That's not a thing. <laughs> Is it? Might be. I don't know. <laughs> might be. It will by the time this comes out. Backslash sweatiest meatball. Kill yourself. <laughs> or don't. Or don't use no bird scooter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, okay, so it's time for our next segment, which is called Fuck Talk. As you know, this is a segment of the show where we have our guests and us tell a, a weird or interesting sex story uh, that has happened that's funny. Unfortunately, um, I don't do that stuff no more. <laughs> She's a Request saint. Request access. She just stays home and uh, makes palm hearts, crab cakes, hearts <laughs> of palm. Is that what it was? 
heart of palm. Heart of palm and, and chickpeas. And then you kind of put that in a food processor <laughs> until it becomes the texture of crab. And then you just add the rest of the shit that you would put in a crab cake in it. Nope. And huh. with enough Old Bay, you believe you're by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> enough old bay jesus um do you have any insane sex stories you know what past? not for this happened just yesterday y'all yes i have officially become a financial dominatrix <gasps> really <gasps> yes wow yes! <laughs> All I've seen are like seven minute Vice videos I on know. Instagram about I this. I saw it and I was like, why can't these things happen to me? And it did. Wait, so what, what, what happened? How's it work? Oh my God. So my latest Instagram post, I'm wearing uh, a big pink fur and gigantic hair. Uh-huh. This crossdresser slides into my DMs talking about how that is, those are his two like biggest kinks and begs me to financially dominate him. To be his like financial dominatrix. So what does that entail? Like, how do you financially dominate? Basically, you just like he wanted me to like like send him the picture, the same picture that I had just posted, but he wanted me to send it to him because it's more personal, I guess, that way. And basically, just like degrade him and charge and him. tell him, yeah, tell him he's a pathetic piece of shit and to pay me. And I could, I, he, that is yeah. frankly fuck, what my Instagram fuck you is. Fuck pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, he, he paid oh. me like 200 bucks yesterday. Ah! <laughs> I didn't think it was I'm real. Living. I was like, what? Let me borrow the fur. Let me borrow the wig. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, big, big, big hair, big fur, and you'll attract some. That's incredible. Some, yeah, isn't that wild? Insane. Oh God. It's a, that's a, for, I think for broke sexually open creative people who can understand the idea of like fantasy that's like the ultimate goal yeah because you're like literally it, i'll just like do what you tell me you want me to do yeah and you're gonna send me money yeah and it was it was all in my instagram dms like there was i i didn't even talk to him like i that's just you so better insane. make this I a regular thing him. yeah Pay your rent from, from some stranger Isn't who wants crazy? to worship you. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. That is my, that was, I've, wow. I've been hanging on to that. I was like, just for this segment. Yes. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> wow. That is so cool. I'm fascinated by that. Uh, yeah. I've been uh, researching it more since then because I'm like, I need to find more of these people. Well, because right. I saw it going around on Twitter a while ago where people would be like send me money you fucking pigs and then they would like <laughs> post their account with like people sending them money and I was like I don't understand what exactly is going on right <laughs> but, but I guess it's that's also like, like public it's... humiliation and he just wants you to just be like you're worthless yeah your drag is terrible you're, you're worthless you're, you're, you're a worthless cross dresser yeah. your hair will never be as good as mine <laughs> yeah that's what it is maybe it's motivation yeah, for better it's wild. styling <laughs> oh so I found I found like I guess like technically dating sites, but basically like sites where these women like who do this professionally will like put up their ads and they're just like, I'm going to ruin your life. You pathetic pig. I'm going to put you money. into debt. It's right. It's, That's like the fantasy. Yeah. Too. They're like, yeah. 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 I'll they're kill like, your credit. They're like, uh, uh, it's send me $30 uh, just for me to speak to you and uh, 50 for this and 100 That's for a that. I'm Girl, like, some what? of these, some of these other ones, the price point is very different. It's crazy. They're like, they're like, it's a thousand bucks yeah. for me to open the DM type of shit. Yeah. 
If you want to message me, it is now $1,000 nope. to get a message back. Are you still doing your $100 cameos? Uh, no, I turned it off because uh, I don't like doing that. Okay. You made a good a lot of money. I did make a lot of money on them, but I don't like having to get into drag to do Period. That. Done. Over. I don't like getting into drag. <laughs> Done. Period. That's it. Um, Meatball, do you have a sex story? I don't. Cool. Well- did you guys fuck while you're making the crab cakes? <laughs> no, but this morning before he was going to work, I was like sitting on the sofa, like going through, like on my computer, like doing what I needed to do. And he just literally walked up to me and he was running late for work already and just pulled his dick out and was like, suck it. And I was like, okay. and then he like bruised my throat. And then he was like, I'm going to be late for work. And I was like, okay, well, like that, whose fault is that? And then he left. And that was my morning. I guess it's good to live with your man. Yeah, it's fun. But I was just like there on my computer, like drinking coffee, and I was like, "Well, now I got a chore to do." <laughs> Maybe you should have canceled on your therapist if you see sex with your boyfriend as a chore. I, I mean, Anna, mark that. <laughs> I know, one of these days, Anna's just gonna get a mic. I'm sure she's got a lot of opinions on things I say. You know what? You don't know art. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know you, art. Uneducated. You don't know swine. theater. Send me thirty dollars. Swine. Use that. Call him a swine. Oh, he lets being called a cash pig. Yeah, that's what. Cash pig. You fucking cash pig. Fucking Where cash pig. Cash Worthless pig cash pig. Oh my god. I'm loving this new narrative for you. I love it too. <laughs> How does that make you feel? We were swapping the phone back and forth. Like she was like, "I got to tease this wig. Will you play with him?" And I was like, "Sure. I'll make eighty dollars real quick." Oh, let. Oh, you got a cut. Let me tell Taylor you. Got a cut. When this person approached me, I was hesitant about doing it. Sure. And Taylor was like, oh, no, bitch, you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Make some money. Uh-huh. All I see is dollar signs. Maybe. Here's my idea. Club beat, you speaking over it, cash pick. <laughs> Be my cash pick. Music video. It's basically a calling card. I'm here for that. For, oh. for people to DM you and Just get do some a money. one minute song, put it on Instagram. <laughs> Perfect. Cash Be my pick. cash pig. Uh, you want to produce pig. that for yeah, me? Yeah, we got it. We'll Hot. do it. We'll do Hot. it. It'll actually be a bop. <laughs> we'll do it in the new year. <laughs> I'm here for that. Uh, so we released a phone number. Uh, Which and- is, if you'd like to call in, our phone number is 213-536-9180. And you call can and leave tell us a, voice a sexy story. Three minutes or under, please. You <laughs> wow. fucking cash pig. I was going to say, <laughs> it was very nice of you how you said that. I'm working on my... Um, Radio voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's hear one. Hey, you cash pigs! <laughs> Stop. Okay. Let's hear one. <laughs> this is a... Hey, bitches. So, here's my sloppy, nasty, hot, dirty sex story. So, <laughs> I was like 16 years old. Cut it. <laughs> and I was like up on the grinder ass, lying about my age, trying to get my <gasps> rocks off. So, I connect with this older guy, this Indian guy, and, uh, that he was, he, he was going to have me come over to his hotel room and uh, we were going to get into it. We are going to get into some foolishness. So I get to his hotel room. We start fooling around. You know, we're like giving each other head and, you know, we get down, we get down to like wanting to fuck and I'm like, hey, I want to top you. And he's like, um, okay, but I thought I was going to top you. And I was like, ooh, no, sorry. I don't want to do that tonight. So he lets me top him. Um, out of the graciousness of his kind heart and booty hole. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I, like, I finish. It, it, it's so cute. It's all fine, but I finish, and I, I pull it out. I pull out, and I realize that my name is covered in shit. 
covered in this man shit because he didn't do the dish because he wasn't prepared to fucking let me pop him. Like, why would you? Why would you let me pop you if you hadn't fucking dude? It was disgusting. So I clean myself up. He offers me a shower. He wants to shower with me. I'm like, no, ma'am. Shower no, in my sir. mess. <laughs> so I clean myself up. I leave the fucking Hilton Inn. Hilton Inn? In my, in my fucking town. And I ride my bike back home. No! Ride oh, the rest of my life in shame. <laughs> so that's my story. Thanks for listening. Love your podcast. That must have been one of those bike rides where you just are just thinking about, like, everything you've done. About your biology homework due tomorrow? You're fucking 16. No, but haven't you ever left a hookup and it was just wild and you were like, I don't know what, I'm going to shower really hard when I get home. I don't don't ever want to think about this again. Well, we continue. Start building the walls. Obviously, the man failed to uh, say it's going to be shitty back there. Uh, Not my shitty ab- kitty. We talk about this all the time. If you fucking in a butt, okay. you might get pooped. Shit yeah. happens. Exactly. Exactly. Shit happens. I know a lot of people that just don't douche. They just like know themselves. Pinche is one of them. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can always have sex. I it know when, when I was younger, to... I could sit and spin in it and and nothing. and nothing. But the older you get. Oof. Why'd you look at me when you said that? Because <laughs> you look old. I don't look the older today. you get, the, the the more dangerous it is. <laughs> danger, uh, danger, stranger danger. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. Well, what? sex at a Holiday Inn. <laughs> that reminds Ho-Jos. me of this time when I was a child. Uh oh. <laughs> and I met someone on the Craigslist. Uh-oh. I think I was not on the. Craigslist. I was old enough to drive my dad's car. So you were 16. So I was 16 or 17. Well, because it wasn't a permit, so maybe 17. I don't know. I was definitely not of age. And I drove to, like, some random motel that he, like, told me to meet him at. And it was a very weird encounter. Because I think he thought he was fucking me, but he wasn't in my hole. And I wasn't going to say anything. So he just, like... Oh, came. So he, he was hitting them thighs. Yeah, he came between my legs and then was like, <laughs> and I was still hard. And he goes, you young guys always keep it so hard. And I was like, yeah. And then he didn't finish me off. And then he just left. But he brought a cooler with him. And I always wondered, like, was he going to murder me? Was that like a murder chest? Well, did you oh, open no. the cooler? No, never once. He was. I was like, probably, I was probably like, what's in the cooler? Kidneys. And he was like, oh, just like lemonade and things. <laughs> but I bet it was full of lemonade and things and a scalpel we, and some ice. He, and uh-huh. a scalpel and ice. <laughs> We were like he booked a, like a motel room and like everything, and we were there for maybe an hour. Wow! And yeah. then I remember he w- he could have he- been your cash pick. He had all that extra <laughs> income. And then I remember he. I was. It was also the first time that I had dealt with like a hard belly, and I was like, "This man is dying of cancer." And then he watched um, Chelsea Handler after, and I like just like got dressed with Chelsea Handler playing in the background. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. That's I think. Odd. Uh, oh no, that was another time where I thought was rape. Oh god. <laughs> How many times am I going to realize I was raped on this podcast? Are you talking about the New York story? Yeah. Where you, in fact, were? Yeah. All right, well. (laughs) You should not have canceled therapy. (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) He's going to start crying again. Oh, no. (laughs) All right, well. Seems like we're having a great day. (laughs) I was going to... Are you What's okay? your story? Yeah, Do I'm you fine now. Now, now I'm like going to text my therapist. 
It's back um, on. It's back on. <laughs> uh, I was going to tell a story about Scotland, uh, but I'm like more concerned with your mental health right no, now. No, I'm fine. Tell okay. us about Scotland. Uh, when I was in Scotland recently- I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, when I was in Scotland recently, I started messaging with this guy on Scruff, and I was really tired from the jet lag, but then- I got a message from someone at Forever Dog about Race Chaser, the podcast I produce, being like, hey, I'm going to send you a rough draft so you can listen to it for approval because the time difference was so crazy. So I realized I had to stay up for three extra hours to like wait for it. But I was so exhausted. So I got on the apps and I started like messaging some guy. You know, you could take a three hour nap. <laughs> no, but I was jet lagged. Like I knew that if I had fallen asleep, I, there was no way I was going to like uh, get up and be able to focus and like right. listen to something and give notes on it. So this guy came over to the hotel and I was really hesitant of the whole thing because he was like, I've been out drinking with my buddy all night. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to be wasted. And so he was like, I'll meet you at the hotel bar. And so I went down to the hotel bar and he like wasn't, he was drinking wine, but he was like very had his wits about him. And I like couldn't tell if I was like, I was like, you have all the things that make me want to be interested in you. But like, I don't know if your vibe is sexy to me or not. And then we started chatting and he was like, talking about all of this really intent like his work and his life like it was not that's what i just stopped talking to them it, you always follow through i was like i'm in a hotel room upstairs and we talked about me sucking your dick like why are you telling me about your life <laughs> and then he was like i think i'm gonna order another drink and i was like okay well are we gonna come up to my room or not because like i basically have another hour and then i'm getting this email and once i get this email did I'm you tell him you're like i'm awake waiting for an email bring that dick up here yes <laughs> Too much. It's too many details. And I was like, well, was let's go upstairs. So, <laughs> and I had asked him prior if he would send me a dick pic. And he was like, I don't do that. And I was like, okay. So I was prepared to like not be maybe impressed? too impressed with what was going on. Okay. So I brought him to the room. He pulled out one of the biggest and fattest dicks I have ever seen. And I was like, literally, why are you not texting this to everyone? Because <laughs> he sent me a ton of other photos. I, I want to see some of them. But no dick pic. Oh, wow. And so I was like, okay. Um, and then we ended up hooking up. But I was so jet lagged that I like couldn't suck his dick well. My like jaw was too tired. Like I just like didn't have the energy to like do and he was like you were really talking a big game about your blowjobs. And I was like, I know, I'm <laughs> Not sorry. Not called you on it? Well, oh, I brought no. it up. I like, I, I apologize. I was like, honestly, I could be deep throating this. And unfortunately, I'm not able to because I'm just so tired and I don't have like the muscle in my jaw right now. And he was like, yeah, you were really talking a big game. Oh, wow. But it was, I mean. It I want to see a picture of his face. Overall, it was fun. And he's a dentist. Why? Well, couldn't he have uh, massaged that jaw? He could have, but I at a certain point, <laughs> I heard my email go off, and I was like, "So we're done." Like, so you just like, start playing it in the background. Uh, yeah, listening to Alaska and Willem talk while I play. Let me see if I can find uh, these messages. So where, while I bring the photo up, where can people uh, find you on the internet, Sarah? Uh, on all social media, Miss Sarah Andrews with no Miss, but miss. you're a Mrs. I'm an M I S S forever and always. Wow, in your face! <laughs> Just to keep the illusion for the dick pi cash pigs. For the cash pigs, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna change that to mistress here soon. <laughs> oh, oh my god! You <laughs> 
I'm actually really excited for you to be like a full on like LA financial dominatrix dominatrix because oh, there's like dungeons and stuff here. i need a I need a whole new wardrobe now all black yes. Yes. A whole custom new corsets <laughs> all latex uh-huh Ooh, Ooh, that's the other thing yeah. especially if he's a cross-dresser oh yeah okay you're gonna judge me so hard watch the hat was a little much <laughs> he looks like the actor who played Freddy Krueger. Robert In England. <laughs> What's his name? Robert England. Robert England. Wait, that's it? And then his profile photo. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this old man? <laughs> no. We just have such different ta- I he's a he seems like he is a handsome guy. Like he's not ugly. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There's nothing that I'd be like, ooh, that's a milky eye. <laughs> a milky eye? <laughs> that's you know insane. Yeah, like a glaucoma eye? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball or on Twitter, I'm Fat Drag Meatball. If you would like to talk to Big Dipper, it's just at Big Dipper Jelly on all platforms. And if you want to send Mixtress Sarah Andrews some coins, hit her up on Instagram. Pay me, pigs. Pay, Pay me, me, pigs. I'm I'm so excited to see how like <laughs> where this goes. I would love. I think it would be really, honestly, really fun. They have a couple um like rentable uh, dungeons, dungeons here. Oh wow! That are fully set up, so we could like get you in a full like dom look and do like a whole little video. And oh, imagine my like, cash pig song. Imagine, <laughs> imagine just like work. a thumping beat, and all you do is you go like. Pay me pigs. You know, just like it's not even a thing, but it's just all yeah, of these. It's, none of it is on a beat. Yeah. It's just like, it's pay just me pay your me money. Pigs. You fucking pigs. Oh, you got to be mean. Yeah. 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 Pay me pigs. Ah! You got you to gotta let him oh, have it. Very good at it. Yeah. I forgot. I had a, <laughs> I know. I had a he was like, are you sure you've never done this before? You're a natural. I was like, bitch. You're like, bitch, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> My, I had a roommate that was. You were like, bitch, I have bills. Pay me pigs. <laughs> pay me. <laughs> I don't remember that was into the dominate, dominate, dominatrix stuff, but it was a guy. Dominator? What are they called? What do you call a, a, a male? A daddy? What? A mat? I don't know. When but he it, one know. time asked me, he was like, hey, I have to do this scene where we kidnap a guy. So I rented a van, but <laughs> can you help me? Like, he's going to be standing in front of the store. Like, he knows it's going to happen, but we have to put a mask on him and throw him in the back and handcuff him. It's just like 15 minutes of scary stuff. And then when we, once we get him to the location, you can leave. And I was like... No. <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm what fine. if someone from the outside world saw, saw that, that happen? And called the police, and then I was just in there like, no, 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 no. Officer, it's part of his king. Baby, 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 let me tell baby, you. Baby, 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 baby. This is just his kink, baby. Baby, no big deal. Baby, it's not a big deal. He's paying for it. Now pay me, cash pig. <laughs> and he's like, no. No. Sir, you're under arrest. And that would be the second time I got arrested for assaulting an officer. <laughs> Well, I hope you have time to make it to therapy today, Meatball. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Okay, bye, Slugs. What a mess! Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. Bye, Cash Pig. And a Happy New Year. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Isn't this after Christmas? Yeah, this is, today is December 27th. I love my Roomba. (laughs) Okay, bye. 
Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our logo art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. Forever. Yeah.